You are now listening to the Bucket Up Podcast. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and most other places you can find podcasts, my G. Be sure to follow us on social media at the Bucket Hat Boys on Instagram, the Bucket Up Podcast on Facebook, and at Bucket Up Podcast on Twitter. On this episode of the Bucket Up Podcast, we bring on comedian Noah Finley to talk about his start in comedy, how he deals with hecklers, classic movies we haven't seen, popular foods we don't like, the last good deeds we did, some of Noah's background in comedy and other adventures he has in the future, and much more. Hey, I'm not into the Bill the Cable Guy type, like, you know, the redneck Bill, jokes. Bill like, the just, cable, is, that a, is that an actual person? Or Larry the Cable Guy? Yeah. Whatever the <laughs> My yeah. bad. See, Bob, I, it's not Bob the Builder, Bill, dude. Bill the Cable Guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's Who's one. Bill the Cable Guy. <laughs> uh, honey, we got tickets for Bill the Cable Guy. <laughs> like, Apparently, it's a hot sale. The one that people looking up to yeah. I tried to reach the sun but got me stuck to my shoes yeah. You got to be the one that people looking up to yeah. I tried to reach the sun but got me stuck to my shoes I'm only human I'm not perfect, just a person yeah. I'm only human Sometimes happy, yeah. sometimes nervous I'm only human I'm not perfect, just a person I'm only human Sometimes I'm new to this game, I ain't been here long So forgive me if I get this wrong I get lost sometimes, literally I roam I had to figure certain things out on my own Make a phone call home to the ones I love Shit crazy out here, how you high off drugs To be real, man, I thought about pulling the plug So I can go fly high with the ones above Yo, we live Now listening to Volume 147 of the Bucket Up Podcast Here with your boy Ty Doyle A.K.A. DJ Buttersauce, A.K.A. Tylante, A.K.A. Like I said, I'm out of your mama jokes. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'm, I'm here as always with the homie, the kid JB. Was good. Yeah, man, the jokes are on, back on quarantine as we are. But yeah, it's me, the kid JB. Could have been right last week, not because I'm always right, but when I'm right, I have to tell you, I told you so because there's choices in life. Feeling good, man. I'm refreshed. Um, excited to let the buckets know. I told them. You know, the decade of the episodes 140 is going to be heavy set with guests. And I'm excited to bring this one on. This is in our backyard, you know, um, bringing it back to the college days. I went to ASU with this dude. So shouts out, you know, to the Forks, you know what I'm saying? ASU Sun Devils. More importantly, he's from the East Coast. He's from the tribe, you know what I'm saying? Got to get the Jews in the paint. And, you know, you know, it's, it's all about the love. So um, he goes by his name, <laughs> Noah Feinlein. And uh, but you can see him on Facebook from sketch comedy such as uh, the America's Worst Candidate uh, and I believe uh, Now What, which is like sketches and stuff. But I'll let him explain it better because I might be killing his agency. But let's bring him on to the Bucket Up podcast. Noah, welcome, son. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up? What's up, bu- Bucket? Bu- is that what the fans are called? Buckets? <laughs> you're going to roast yeah, me no. now. I'm going to go. No, 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 you're good. Yeah, you're right. You got it. All right, cool. The buckets yeah. Are, yeah, the audience is our buckets. You got it. See? Um, th- thanks for having me, guys. It's uh, it's good to be here. It's good to be here. For sure, nice man. Um, yeah, dude, I, I got that right. You graduated 14 at ASU? You graduated 2014. Uh, were you in Cronkite? Yeah, so I was in that's Cronkite. How, yeah, that's where yeah, I... I was in. I was at the yeah from the Cronkite school there. 
I studied journalism. I don't know why, but I did. <laughs> um, it was a cool thing to do, bro. Yeah, like it we was all did cool. It. it was like, yeah. Did you did, did you go to ASU? No, I didn't go to ASU. I went to a yeah. small school called St. Bonaventure in New York. Oh yeah, I know. I know. Well, yeah, from, yeah, yeah. From the Bonnies. Yeah, the Bonnies. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did the journalism communication too, and didn't. My job has nothing to do with that. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess I yeah, I guess I write so. It was a, it was good to study journalism because it's a very like fundamental. This is how you write a story, especially the classes that I took there was very like, this is what a story is, which I feel like is good for any sort of writing. Um, but yeah, man, ASU, I, I journalism, I feel like is one of like the only legitimate degrees that ASU. So like, <laughs> you, ever like, the, <laughs> you ever pull out the flex when people say, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, we were number one in the nation at that time. I mean, besides that, like, <laughs> well, I am embarrassed to say ASU, so I'll be like, I actually went to the Cronkite School. Oh, yeah, that is. <laughs> that gives a little more cachet because everybody else is like, oh, okay, we get it. You drank, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot. Yeah. yeah. I respect it because I'd be like, I'm the first one out of my family to go to a college outside of New York. So I'm like, it's not a SUNY school. What's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Yeah. SUNY schools are good, though. That's that's respectable. So. No, they are. But I'm saying just like proximity wise. You know what I'm saying? At yeah, least people, yeah. At least people know ASU and, and not like SUNY Oneonta. Like nobody knows yeah. what that is. <laughs> <Right away. laughs> I'm not I'm no hate to them, but it's just like yeah. you said that to somebody out of New York. They're just like, what the fuck? You know, what country is that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They have the, the audacity to call themselves Oneonta State University. It's like, fam, Oneonta is not a state. Like, yeah, it's like nobody knows what go. Oneonta is, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm um, but yeah, so 2014, yeah, I actually, we like cross paths was, uh, I think you were doing photography for The Blaze at some point. I was, yeah. at radio, I had a radio show and you were doing specific, uh, like, you were getting clips of that show. It was funny because you were just in the corner kind of taking snaps and like between like 20 minutes into the show, I was like, bro, you good? Can I help you? You're like, no, I'm supposed to be here, dog. It's cool. And I was like, oh, my bad. Like, oh yeah, then- I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, like shoot- yeah, I was shooting photos and stuff. You were like- <laughs> yeah, I was like, are we in trouble, bro? Like, <laughs> <laughs> That would be like the worst like undercover journalist. <laughs> just like, he just brings his camera. <laughs> Just click it That's right in front I of your face. I was like, yo, I was yeah. like, yo, does this dude think he's got camouflage on or something? <laughs> yeah. like, I see him. You know I was like hiding behind the microphone, just like, <laughs> what? We see like, you. Oh, this is like three on your side. He's gonna come with me for the unpaid parking ticket. Yeah, right? yeah, remember that? Those that was um, in the, that was in the radio lab in the Cronkite building, right? Yes. Yeah. On, um, so yeah, so we crossed paths there. Then. Um, you know, chopped it up or whatever. Then, yeah, bro, we 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 also ran into each other at the unfortunately the ASU Pac-12 championship game against yeah Stanford. that ruined that. senior year, ruined my senior year at least. So <laughs> and, I'm yeah, I lost because I don't. I yeah, it was the game tied. It was the game I sent you. I was I, I couldn't. I was oh, I you was, yeah. This dude was right? like sending me like snap videos of him watching the game, like he was breaking down film, like Herm Edwards. I'm like. Bro, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, why Wait, you- after the fact or during when the game happened? No, like, literally, oh, like this week, he was sending that, <laughs> he sent that shit to me. Well, no, all I, this shit we could have done differently. I mean, that like, is a capsulation of all, every ASU sport. Is just like, well, wow, we are dumb. I mean, so not to get politically topical right now, but to be grilled, you know, Kona keeps weeping, uh, wipe, wiping out the current game. So all I got is the past, okay. and then politically, we're doing recounts. So I want. <laughs> I want a recount of that game, bro. Yeah. Because if, 
You take away Stanford's points, see, and she's looking better. You know what I'm saying? Nah, you sent me the videos like, man, see, we missed this block. You go this way. I'm like, bro, why you? You're not Herm Edwards. What's going on, bro? <laughs> That's great. Upset. But uh, yeah, so um, yeah, that, that game was, uh, you know, it was upset. It was upsetting. But yeah, we move on. But uh, yeah, so then, you know, I guess cycle to the future. You bounced around. You were in New York for a little bit. I actually um, never went back to New York. Um, oh, okay, you're in Cali then. Yeah, I, after college, I moved like right out to LA. Um, I had like an internship, and um, I didn't. I didn't even. I mean, I went back in college. I went back in the summers and stuff. But then once college ended, I got this internship, and I was like, "Let me. Ju- if I don't go now, I don't know if I'll. I don't know what. You know, I don't know if I'll ever go." And um, I'm happy I did it, but I. Ugh, I miss. I miss New York. It's the best there. It's the best. East Coast is the best. Okay, because I saw you doing clips. Uh, Did you do were those New York clubs though? You're doing stand up or? Oh yeah, the the clips I've been putting up. I did. My brother and I. He's a comic too. Um, We co-headlined. It was my first headlining set. He had headlined before, but we headlined a club in New York in January, which is so crazy to think. Like we had like a room full room full of people (laughs) to get like packed to the gills. Like 200 people on each show. And like, I'm sure COVID got spread that night because now we're finding <laughs> out like COVID's been here for like ever. We didn't even know. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Yeah, seriously. COVID's like, dude, I've, I'm, I've been here. I've been working. I've been chilling, bro. Y'all just yeah, I've out. been working hard. Okay. You know? <laughs> Networking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've been in the paint. I've been on the block. Yeah. So yeah, those those shows. But whenever I go back to New York, I always try to do some spots just because co- the live comedy scene there. I mean, not not as much right now. Um, it's it, there's no place like it. Doing stand up in New York, it's the best. It really is like the best place to do stand up. I think. But so you know, when I met you, I definitely thought it was more. You were more into photography. You know, obviously the journalism path that we all thought we were on. Yeah. And um, you were. You know, obviously, the claim to fame was you went viral on your YouTube video. I did, yeah. And um, honestly, I wanted to know what, like, went in before that. What was the preparation of that? And then was that kind of your, was that, like, your eye-opening moment for comedy? Or did you have your desires to be a comedian well before that? Yeah, I had been doing, uh, the first time I ever did stand-up was uh, at a drama club open mic senior year of high school. So I was, like, 18. And then I would do it very like sporadically. But when I went to, when I chose ASU, ASU had a very big, uh, still, I think it still does, like comedy club, club meeting um, student organizations uh, in the, uh, it, like that was run there. Like an improv team and a sketch team and a stand up, like a weekly stand up night. So, like going into ASU, I was like, I'm going to study journalism, but like I need to do these clubs because I, that's what I, I really want to be. A, I wanted, I've known I wanted to be a comedian since I was 18. I was like, I really want to do this. I just don't think I had the, it's just hard to do it every night lifestyle wise, especially when you got like Jewish parents and like, you got to go to college. Like you're not, you're not going to not go to college. You have to, you're not Jerry Seinfeld. (laughs) I seriously, so I had been, so I was doing it a lot. So in college I was mostly doing like improv and then I had this, um, online like satirical comedy show called devil's chowder that um i ran with some friends at asu some cronkite people 
Um, we ran it out of like the Cronkite News Watch like studio and stuff. And uh, so I was like doing comedy, writing comedy, doing stand up like once a month. Um, and then that video, I think, was in my that was in my sophomore year. So we had been doing running this. Uh, was it my sophomore year? What year? Do you know? I mean, it must have been sophomore year. I think so. Yeah, because I was living at Vista. Um, so yeah, it was sophomore year. And I had been doing like stand up and improv and stuff. And then this video, all those like something people say videos started happening. And in Devil's Chat on the show, we were like, oh, we should do one for ASU. Yeah, I'm going to get swole at the SRC for tonight, man. Lady's going to be on my biceps. Club Hayden tonight. Robbie Fox is later. Blackout or back out? I'm in G shopping spree. Yo, are you in the Tempe 12? I'm fine. Yo, this girl's in the Tempe 12, guys. Yeah, I just want to lose like five pounds for the Eddie run. Yo, I'm going to black out a lot 59. MG. So we're on MG. Also hard university. What major are you? I wanted to go to a party school, but I didn't get into San Diego State, so. Yeah, I'm communications too. Oh my god, it's my thing! Let's get wasted. Where the fuck is my bike? And me and the other girl in there, Erica, we 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 did it and like we were not thinking it was I mean personally I, I don't think that it's like a brilliant video. Like I would never be like, you know, this is art, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. I but it it was just something that like it was very relatable. So like everyone that's like the stuff that does well online, as you guys know. It's like it doesn't even yeah. have to be that funny, but if everyone's like, Oh my god, I do right. that. Right. Yeah. Right. You know? So that, but it was, I never had something be that like successful, uh, like had that many views. That was the first time I ever went viral. And it was like, it was really crazy. Cause like, I was like, this is so weird. Like people started recognizing me on campus and stuff. Um, and my friends, if we'd go to a pool party, they were like such nerds. They would be like, I mean, they're obviously sweet. I, I'm just like, I'm not. I <laughs> I would never be the person that'd be like, uh, oh, I was in the video. Like, I would right. never do that. Right. <laughs> right. Right. But we would be like, as you shouldn't. Yeah. yeah it's just really... like, yeah. we don't care. Yeah. Come on. You can't, <laughs> cool. you can't, like, yeah, you can't pat yourself on the back like that. And uh, we, yeah, we would be like pool parties, and my friends would like to get girls to come up because we were kind of like B squad, I feel like. We were not like, Fact. you know, we were not that, like yeah. the hot. <laughs> Yeah, we were not like the hot, muscular ASU guys, you know? Uh, so they would be like, oh, this is the shit ASU student says, kid, you know? And, and and then people would talk to us, and I'd be like, oh, this is so embarrassing. So that went on for a while. It was cool. Um, it was very, it was cool. I'm happy it happened looking back on it. when I, I've watched the video a couple of times, and, like, the first thing I start saying, like, I just like the it's so vulgar, and I'm like, oh man, this is crazy. I hope this doesn't age poorly, but it's fine. <laughs> right. Uh, and I right. think yeah. at that time too, like, there wasn't as many streams. Like, there wasn't like uh, TikTok and Twitch yeah. and like those that avenues. So strictly like YouTube the funnel, and Facebook, right? Yeah. So your yeah. phone must have just been blowing up. It must have. It wasn't like as much of an open app. You know how like even now with Twitter with the fleet. And like the cross pathing of like, you know, just like their designs and their layouts. Like they didn't have that. Everything was like pretty like Instagram at that time was literally just photos, right? Yeah. So, all, people were only posting photos on Instagram. The, right. the, truly the only like content was like that. YouTube was very big for that. Yeah. And I guess Facebook too. Um, but yeah, my phone was blown up. Like I had so many people at ASU that were like, 
it was crazy. I remember when I posted, literally in in, in, a, in a second, it just like, just wow. like everyone shared it. And I was like, it's my, a friend of mine, this comedian, Grace Kulenschmidt, she's really funny. She has this video about like what it's like going viral. And the video is just like, uh, and she's just like yelling by the end of it. But that's, <laughs> that's what it is. You're like, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> Um, you feel like it's like the it's like the matrix numbers just like come down and everything is like That's clicked so perfectly. Um, that was that was cool. It was yeah, everyone was hitting hitting me up. It was it was very bizarre. I don't really, I like don't it. like that kind of attention. I was, I was gonna say, was it kind of annoying? Because like I'm I've I've never gone viral, but I've had like tweets get you know, a thousand likes. And even that's just like annoying to me. <laughs> it's just like just keep getting the fucking notification. I'm just like ah, this is you know yeah. I mean, it's it's nice. I know everyone's like being supportive, and that's great. I don't I don't find them annoying, reaching out and being encouraging. It's more just like, it. I I don't seek that out, like that sort of validation in that way. It's just like, this is what it is. If I'm if I'm doing my job right, this should be happening. You know, is more how I try to look at it. But but yeah, that was that I was think crazy. I think the. I think, I mean, shit, you had the right mindset about it because, like, you're saying you just made the video. I think a lot of the things I hear about with, you know, the people that have made it with, you know, uh, sketch comedy and there's because there's no actual set formula for, you know, being a creator that's successful, right? It's kind yeah. of throwing shit at the wall till it's it sticks. Kind of, yeah, and it. I think the, the one, right, but it's, <laughs> I, I equate it to like gambling, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't bank on beginner's luck, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't go into it being like, yo, I'm going to get lucky today. And then if I don't get lucky, I'll just gamble till I keep getting lucky. But you posted the video and you're like, all right, let's see, let's see what it cooks. But if you went in being like, all right, bet, I'm known for this. Now let me make part two and that yeah, shit yeah, yeah. like just dropped. Then you'd be like, fuck, like, you know, am I like you would question your identity and like just how funny you are and all that shit. And I think that was like that that was the right move because. Is you could equate it to anything like you were passive about it, like even like approaching a girl or some shit. You didn't say like, "Yo, I'm gonna get the number. I'm gonna do like." You just let it happen. That would that would be wild spoke, though, bro. right? <laughs> He's like, "Hey, yeah. girl, I'm on YouTube." It's like, so is everybody else. I don't know what that. You know yeah. what I, mean? <laughs> I don't know what that means. So is my, so is my cat. What's up? You yeah, know? it's good. That's funny. Yeah. Um, it's uh, I I yeah, totally. I mean, I think I at the time I think, um. I probably could have kept posting as that character and you know, Jimmy Tatro was a thit was like kind of getting big then. I don't know if you know, Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy he was doing that Rooster. kind of like, what's that? He's from, he's Rooster from uh 22 drum street. It, is he? I, I, yeah, I, he, he yeah, went yeah. to U of A and he was like posting these like, yeah, yeah. you know, he like, fit, comedy now. yeah, he was doing like a lot of like fraternity type humor specific, specific yeah. to like that sort of thing he's like really evolved into some really cool things um so I, I remember thinking like oh i could do that but i just didn't like i was like i don't want to i don't think that's my thing like that's i, I don't want to put my seal of like this is the this is my comedy person not to say that that's a bad one or no. i just it didn't felt like i could find fulfillment in keeping that going so i was like mm-hmm. Happy I did that. Let's let's go back to the work and keep figuring out what I what I really want to say and what I want to be like more known for it, if you will, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool because I think most people they would get all that 
they would see all the engagement and then kind of get the boost of serotonin from that and just think they need to do that again and again yeah and again and kind of make that their thing so just to be able to look at that like ah right, yeah i had an idea it hit but i'm you know what i'm saying i'm gonna work on some other shit it's, it's kind of cool you know yeah i think it's like it's important because you don't you don't, I just think you need to come up with a lot of different shit all, all the time. You know, you have to constantly be generating material. And if you're going to pin yourself to a, a, like a one lane, there better be like a lot to mine there. Otherwise you're just going to be, your material is going to, it's just going to get stale. It's not going to be funny, you know? Um, yeah, sure. And then and it's, and it's college, so you age out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, I, I don't want to sure. be the college guy when I'm 40. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, like Frank the Wilder. Tank shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's going to do one. But yeah, yeah, he's going to do one. <laughs> yeah, my bad, man. I was just really anxious about that. Bro, you know we got a sponsor for that. Oh, that's right. Sunday Scaries. Wonder, wonder. I could use promo code Bucket Up and get twenty percent off my total. Why am I bugging, man? Yeah, bro. And anybody can do that. Anybody listens to our show, they put it in the promo code Bucket Up. They can get twenty percent off any of the gummies, the unicorn jerky, and they got some oils you can drop too. Yeah, you're right, man. I'm bugging. Once again, promo code Bucket Up for twenty percent off your total. Yeah, so I mean, I think about like, uh, you know, transitioning to like, you know, like you're saying, you always had goals of being a comedian, you wanted to be comedian back from high school or, you know, from your days of, you know, early days of audition or not auditioning, but doing, doing shows comedy and stuff. Yeah. yeah, doing comedy. What, you know, I respect it, like, even like a sport, you know, what I'm saying like, because we all have the funny friend, you know, we all consider ourselves to be that. Um, I have a friend that's really funny. Shouts to he's on uh, XM radio actually. And he's funny as shit. And his friends tell him like, bro, you funny as shit, but you're not comedy funny. You yeah. know, like right. slow it down, you know? And he's like, well, what's the difference, you know? And in comedy funny, like you were saying, bro, it, it's uh, it has like a, there's a technique and it has like, you, there's a persona or like a, a, a style, like you, you were saying that you did, you know? Um, so, you know, besides the cliche like what inspired you man like who you know who's your heroes like what's like you know what, talk that shit like tell me like the confidence level you have about it like what makes you think that like you're that level of comedy like you're funny you're comedy funny opposed to the f- funny homie not to you know not to say like from a like an ego standpoint but like yeah no truthfully i think like uh um i just liked performing i really love love performing for people it's very fun i get i just i'm so inspired by that like doing something funny and like even with my fiance like i just love making her laugh it's just like and that however i if i could monetize that why would i not do it because if truly then it's like it goes back to like you know like anything it's like try we not everyone's as fortunate to know what they love enough to be able to specifically like carve out a path for themselves some people give them credit. They're just like, no, I, what I love is spending time with my family or what I like. It's not what make making me money, money. That's not, I can't monetize it. So because I was like, oh, this is, I could do that. I might as well, because I was just like, this is it. I need to do this. Like I, I can't see myself doing anything else. I really, 
I think when I try to think of myself doing some other job, I'm just like, I know I would be miserable. I don't, I truthfully, I don't care how long it takes to get to some like societal financial level that every, that all of my, you know, family and friends are like, you, you know, you're doing it, you know, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever, whatever they need to see for them to think that it doesn't matter. It's like, no, I am, I am doing it. Even if I'm on the come up, it's like, this is it. This is the experience, you know, like looking at it, like I'm currently doing what I'm doing. If you don't see that, that's just your perspective on it. Like you need, you know, you have a very capitalistic idea of like how yeah. you think the world works. It's like, if you're not, I don't know if you, in the beginnings of this podcast, people, now you've gotten a lot of success. So I'm sure people, everyone's like, oh yeah, you got a podcast. Yeah. You're like, you're like, well, no, well, like we are taking ourselves seriously. We're working hard on this. We're putting out episodes and we've had to have some, no, we've gotten some notoriety. And it's funny to see, like I had an article written up about me in the New York Times in the spring. I was like featured in like a list of comedians. And the people that congratulated me, there were some people that, um, and this is not like a big scale thing. It really didn't change my life much, you know, at all. But like people, it was fun. It was interesting to see people who like finally legitimized what I've been doing. Mm -hmm. But like I've felt legitimate for a long time because right. I'm earnestly doing it, you know? Yeah. But um, I think for me, I just like always wanted to do it. And I felt like I felt very natural and like telling a joke and very like and knowing like how to perform something. It just felt natural. And like and then like, yeah, and then you educate yourself. You watch like I was I listened to You Made It Weird and WTF, like those early days of those podcasts and, and Comedy Bang Bang and like and and just sort of like. The, you know, especially uh, you made it weird. That's the Pete Holmes podcast. Mm -hmm. He would have like com comics of mine that I loved on and they were so like specific in how they talked about the early days of their career. Um, you know, they were like, you do open mics, you do them a lot. You just keep going, you're making friends and your friends get successful and then you get successful. You know, it's just like, and I was like, okay, that was, that set up like a blueprint of like, here's the methodical way to do this. So it was like that listening to podcasts and then like uh, I would listen to I would pick a stand-up and listen to the Pandora station this is when I was I was like listening to Pandora I don't even know oh, does yeah, Pandora yeah. exist anymore I don't even know like yeah. who's paying for that like somebody else to shuffle it for you it's crazy yeah uh I used the free one of course because I was you know I didn't have mm -hmm. I didn't want to pay for it and uh I would just listen to stand-up for hours and hours just like everywhere I was just constantly listening to stand-up so I think it was like a it was like a, uh, uh, I knew I wanted to do it. I was like, I gotta educate myself. I gotta know the fundamentals and see what people are doing. Um, and that's kind of, I think what the difference is than like, yeah, your person in the office who's just funny. I don't think they're, it really, like you said, it's like a sport. It takes like, you know, you can go, I play basketball. You go, you could go to the, you know, you could go to the, to the park or the gym and shoot around. Uh, or play pickup but until you if you really want to become great you have to when you leave pickup you have to shoot you know 15,000 shots mm -hmm. you know you have to like put in the work you want to watch tape you know break down tape like Herm Edwards you know like at 4 a.m you know yeah. what I'm saying yeah <laughs> it was so long-winded but I, I, I that's yeah that's what I, that's what I would say is like that's that's the difference of like it's one thing to be funny it, it really 
I was talking to my fiance about this. We talk about this all the time. Like many people are funny. Many, many people are talented, but mm-hmm. it is harder for people to like really pull in the work and, and the work never stops. Like I work, I, I get to work with, you know, you work with people who are established and successful and they're still working so hard. Yeah. Like it doesn't really like, I think we, I think I had, or many people have the idea that like when you get to the, to the, to the place you want in your career, when this podcast has a million hits that you'll be like, Oh, we did it. You'll have this feeling of like, we did it. But now you'll be like, well, no, we're not done. We're going to keep doing it. You know, it doesn't really stop. How do I keep this up? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I do. And also just like, yeah. my Oh, no, I was going to say that. Like, uh, I see how like you obviously got to put the work into it because like just being the funny friend, you don't have the pressure of people literally showing up to, to like make them like them laugh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so you have to put it like if you're just gonna be funny, you get it. You get you don't have that pressure on you to uh, like tell the joke, and then like people are gonna immediately laugh to that. Like if if you were just hanging out with your friends and they said say something funny, you'd be pissed because you're like what? <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. You know, I don't like when people uh, say that. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> yeah, you're. Not, I'm not laughing now. You're like, fam. I'm just standing here. Like, come <laughs> on. Just... Like exactly. Like, so uh, the um what's funny about humor man is like it's i feel like it's sub obviously it's subjective but there's yeah. also there's a objectivity portion to it because we all know some people that are like fam i don't care if i stood here for 10 hours there's no way i'm laughing for whatever you say you're objectively yeah. not funny like i'm out you know mm-hmm. but i also then like the, you know I, my i'm not into the bill the cable guy type like you know the redneck build, jokes build like it's just, is that a, is that the actual person or larry the cable guy yeah <laughs> my yeah. bad see Bob, I, it's not Bob the builder, dude. Bill, bill the cable guy yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm sure there's one bill the cable guy <laughs> uh, honey we got tickets for bill the cable guy <laughs> apparently it's a hot sale anyway so the, uh, that's like the cheap ticket in vegas uh-huh. right. yeah you go to Larry. You go to Bill. You go to it's it's yeah. like when you go to a spring training game. You're like, no, I swear this is the starter. They're like, no, yeah. it's his brother, Bill. Yeah, like, oh, shit. Okay. yeah. yeah. Um, but their dad trained them. No, so they, yeah. um, you know, what I'm saying. So you know, I you know, redneck humor. Like, oh, like you know, you know, you got a good truck when it does the. You know, like I don't yeah. relate. To shit. So like, obviously, I'm not gonna be like, yo, that's not funny. That's not my humor. So I'm mm-hmm, not gonna like exactly. cut the knees out and be like, nah. I know humor, I know comedy, but there's um there's like the the reverse respect to that, right? Like in, in basketball, if you see a player that's not your favorite player, you could still be like, nah, he could hoop though. Like I hate LeBron, but he is the best. But there's some people that would be like, nah, he's not funny. I hate him. And it's like he may not be funny because the humor doesn't relate to you, you don't resonate it, but he's mad good at what he does, right? Because he's yeah, getting a totally. thousand people to laugh. Right. He's he's you know what I'm saying? He's the LeBron of his sector, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that's why I'm such a big fan of comedy is because I appreciate, like, this motherfucker is not saying anything funny to me, but he's mm-hmm. making others laugh, and I can appreciate that. Just like food. I don't like every food, but I know, like, oh, motherfuckers like tomatoes, so yeah. you know, keep you know, keep rocking, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I, I, don't know, I think that comes with also just being real with, you know, not to make this a TED talk, but just like, you know, internal, you know, not to be insecure and everything. And just like knowing that, like, it's okay for others to have success, even in things that like, 
you'll know that you've seen that, bro. You've been at a party and you've been the funny guy. Then people being like, oh, what's up? Are you the funny guy? You're like, obviously, people are looking at yeah. me and laughing. Like, are you new here? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, it's, it's like, fam, like, oh, my bad. I'll step back. Do you want to be the funny guy? They're like, well, no, but who says you are? It's like, yeah, all right, yeah. so what are we doing right now? You know what I'm saying? And uh, that that's, I, I feel like, you know, all the shit that I fall short in, like, that's my, my real trade. I'll be like, I don't know shit about cars. Mechanics do. So I let them rock. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whore, you know what I'm saying? Fuck everybody too out right now. Go get my shit, bitch. Uh, 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 and out this year long, next year, we ain't fucking none of you bum ass niggas. You know what I'm saying? You're a fuck boy, we not fucking with you. No, no, no. You already, no, no, no. You little whore, you gang shit, bitch. I'm just a nigga right Still escaping my feelings. I'd rather call you a friend. Trying to be the next Kanye That mean no way that she gone is a one way That means I came from the gutter, came a long way Ain't got no time for no love and no fiance That don't mean In the future, in a couple months, maybe we Could just meet up once or twice for a little lunch I don't mean a lot of time, just a little one I mean, part of get me back then, bro, I like, was a little I'm sure young. you don't live to get booed or you don't live to get, you know, back in the lab to relate it back to sports, man. Like you're saying, taking the 15,000 jump shots and, you know, after the lights are out and the fans aren't watching. Um, what's that mindset of knowing that, you know, I'm going to go in, I'm going to get booed. But how do you balance that, man? Because, like, for, you know, we could do sports and comedy all day. So, like, if a quarterback's down four four touchdowns and there's a minute left and he's a good quarterback, but you know, like, all right, fam, pack it up. There's more games to be had. I'm sure that happens in comedy, right? Like if you're getting booed and no one's feeling it, there's no uh, way you're gonna... like early in your set too. I would, I would imagine. Yeah. Worst, right? And you lost yeah. them early. Like there's no way you could throw up a hail Mary and then like, Oh, we're all back. Right. And there's, there has to be a, a portion of you being like, all right, I'm a, I'm not even going to get my best joke off because I know he won't even hit. So you'd be hitting yeah. the B squad content. Like, how's that? Like, so yeah, bring us through a time you've been booed and then just kind of like you're, you know, if it happened early in your set and ways to either win the crowd back or also be like, all right, forget you guys. You guys are going to get these shitty jokes, you know? Yeah. I think like, uh, I, um, it's not as black and white as that. It's more like most, most people aren't like that rude where they would be like, fuck you, get the yeah, fuck off yeah. stage. <laughs> um, it's more just of like not getting laughs. Mm-hmm. I ran a show uh, at, with my friend at the improv here in the room. And that room it, uh, that I run it in isn't the most conducive of comedy. So, um, um, it was very regular that I would just bomb on my own show. Like mm-hmm. even at, even now where I feel like I have a much better handle of my comedy and like, um, so like that, so that, but that was great. Cause I think it's like, that made me a better comedian. Cause it was like, it's not about it. Once you, here, let me start over. My first year, when I moved to LA, my first year and a half of doing stand-up, I bombed every single night. Mm. Um, literally every night, I was so bad. I was so like, 
and I had, I was so bad, but I had so much confidence. Mm -hmm. So, which was like, I think, uh, good for me, but bad for everyone in the room. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like it was good for me. Mike Birbiglia has this thing of like, in the, when you start doing comedy, you have to kind of tell yourself you're doing well, even though you're not, because if you, if you're too hard on yourself, you'll quit. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, it's like this gray area. You have to like know that you're doing bad. You don't like the material you're doing, but you just kind of keep got to doing it to get to 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 that good place. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think um, it's about like to when you're bombing. It's really about I think um, personally like picking up on what's like the what is really not being said in the room, like just being like a real person almost for a second of just like, stop being a comedian, like, like call it out if you're bombing, you know, and like, and just trying to like, even like getting away from your material and just like truly letting people see like a vulnerable human on stage. Because I think sometimes when you bomb, like in the beginning when I would bomb, it would be because I would like, have this plan of exactly what I was going to say and do when I get out there. And if the audience knows that you know what you're going to say, it immediately becomes less funny to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's like every comedian knows what they're going to say for the most part, but it's like the expertise in making everyone think that they don't, you know what I mean? Like, and that takes so much time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like Chappelle is like one of my favorite guys. And when he comes on the stage, like that SNL monologue was felt off the cuff, but it's not, mm-hmm. you know, like he's thinking about it all the time. Yeah. It's like his, it's like who he is, you know? So I think it's like once you, when you're bombing in the beginning, you're bombing because you're like, yeah, you have this confidence. You're like, I, I would like memorize my sets, which is just like a not, it would just feel so scripted like and like you'd be bombing and you'd be like saying your punchline like people just laughed <laughs> you'd be like and then the guy did this <laughs> you, you, got the, you got the pause for laughter on your notepad yeah. you're like ah <laughs> yeah and you're like, yeah so i do remember one set like my first um club set when i was like i must have been like 19 or 20 um and uh i it was the first club set i had where i didn't i in the beginning i would do these bringer shows where it would be like um you'd have to bring a certain amount of people to be able to perform mm-hmm. and i stopped doing that because i was like that's abusive <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> that's that nothing's as good as ever in cover this in the beginning i did it because I, I was like i didn't i didn't know better and then I would, and then one member one show, I was like, I can't bring, I, no one wants to come. Like, I don't, they're all busy or I'm not funny. I don't know what it is. Like, I, I just can't get anyone to come. And the guy still let me perform. And I bombed so hard with, and I didn't, it was like the first time where I felt that feeling of like, oh, that I wasn't funny. And the reason why I was kind of doing well in the beginning is because I had like nice family and friends who I love and I'm grateful for being very encouraging, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's where I realized like, oh, you have to, you have to figure out how to like cut through that like um, performance and make it feel like, hey, we know each other. Like, I know we don't know each other, but we know each other because it's hard to laugh at people who, who you don't know because you don't really know where they're coming from or what their sense exactly. of humor is. Yeah. I, I never um, really realized how like, 
like comedians make it feel like a conversation when they're up there when it's like not yeah 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 so yeah that's a good point yeah, yeah they make it too. feel like yeah my uh i say that to like my mom like you know she comments and my grandma a lot of, on our instagram and i'm like yeah it's great it's nice but like the best feeling is when we have like a random follower comment on a page and it's like a middle-aged woman that's like i love bucket hats i'm like great yeah, you yeah, know like yeah. shouts to that you know or like, like people we put up one of our polls like with food and they're like oh yuck i hate that food like you know we're touching people that we didn't even, even thought you know yeah yeah that's good i, I mean i found out that the last um you know, about a year and a half ago, I had been working a lot of assistant jobs and in hopes that I get bumped up to, you know, the, the, the contacts would help me bump up. And it wasn't like pl- panning out that much. I was like learning a lot, but I wasn't getting the uh, bump up. And then um, I got fired from one of those jobs and um, I was like, I need to get back to the shit ASU student says kid who that guy was of just like in college i was just like constantly making videos and i was like i need to get back to that and i'm happy i did because then you get to you with the internet you can like really reach people outside your circle like Mm -hmm. um which is cool for sure uh was there ever a time where you like you know you said you kept bombing and stuff was there a time where they really were like all right man we need to cut like did they ever cut your time short or like pull the plug or anything like that? No, no, no. I feel like I've been very lucky with that kind of stuff. One time, a guy in the front row like threw up. Oh, um, during my <laughs> <laughs> this is in Phoenix. I, it was like an outdoor backyard show, and I guess this guy had like too much to drink, and he uh, during my set he just literally like just threw up like right like right in the front row. Um, I'm sure there are other horrible memories that I've suppressed, um, that will come up when I do acid again, Um, (laughs) but, but that's like one that comes to mind. I'm not, yeah, I don't really remember any time where like someone was like, you know, what happens a lot. I think, uh, more so than heckling is bad people who are bad comedy fans, um, like people who are like. If you're at, if you're performing and someone is like, like like if I were to like talk saying like a premise of a joke, someone would be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah I get that. Okay. <laughs> Why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah. Or, or like we're oh, trying to guess my punchline or wow. Yeah, no. that, that's that's happened. You should that's, just hand them the mic and be like, oh, do you want to do this? I'm yeah. Get on the stage, like here you go, man. <laughs> It's like it's like where they think they're being helpful or they think they're being funny, and huh. it's like it's very very distracting. Or or people like just like a talky audience that thinks that they were supposed to engage with me, and mm-hmm. you know like yeah, a lot of like oh I get that or like that's oh oh that is funny. You're funny, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like thanks. Yeah, like you could have just laughed, man. That's all I mean. Yeah. I think it's very – I live by this quote that Patrice O'Neill has where, where it's just like he said it like on Fox News. Yeah, he was just like e- either you laugh or you don't laugh. That's it. That's like all – you know, and to what you were saying, Jesse, about people like watching a comedian and being like, I fucking hate that guy. And it's like why? Like unless he's like a bad guy, then maybe yeah. I get that. But 
if it's just like you don't like his joke, it's like just either the only response to it is it's funny or it's not funny. That's yeah. it. Like yeah. if someone's punching down and you know saying something about like a group of people that they that they shouldn't have no place to. That I get, you know, but I'm just like, if it's a bad joke, just let it be done with, you know, yeah, exactly. it's like, it's over. Yeah. Which I mean, I like, it just kind of distracts. I feel like the silence is, is bad enough. Like you don't really need to do yeah. anything else, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like let them just sit in the silence. It's like, all right, I'll move on. And you yeah, move it's... <laughs> Are you it's not one a... of those uh, reverse hecklers though? Do you not, I uh, hopefully you don't point on the crowd and you're like, what about this guy with the blue shirt? Like what's he doing? <laughs> Yeah, I don't like that. I feel I don't like making people feel bad. I feel like the worst thing is like paying to go see a show and then the comedian is like unless like that's like their thing, like they're like Jeff Ross or like that's yeah. like what they do. But if you're going to see a show and then like the comedian just like, "Oh, I bet you don't know how to fuck your wife." And you're like, um, actually, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, that's what people uh, do. She seems to enjoy it. So. Yeah. <laughs> Or they're like, actually, I have erectile dysfunction. I have an anxiety disorder, so thank you. <laughs> actually, I came to this show to forget about it, and now thanks for bringing it up. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, I just don't like doing that. If someone's being rude to me, I will be rude back to them, but I, yeah. I don't really like the whole, like, hey, look at this guy with his stupid-ass hat. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what is that? That's not what people really came for. He's yeah. like, I like this hat. My my girlfriend said it's nice. Yeah, and, and it's just shitty to be like, I feel shitty because I'm doing bad. Let me bring somebody else into my <laughs> That's shit. What I'm bro, if I hear that, the first thing I'm thinking is like, all right, this dude's unprepared. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah. <laughs> like damn, bro, just move on, man. Have you ever done a hybrid set? Because I'll tell you, I was the victim of a comedian that didn't understand his like atmosphere. Uh, this was like a wing spot that did uh-huh. wing night slash open mic night. Mm. And most people were singing, so they weren't even prepared for somebody to come up and do jokes. Oh, yeah. So, so like, people got, got a guitar. This motherfucker had the balls to, like, move the guitar to the side. He's like, nah, this is all me, you know? And he, he was, he's talking. He just didn't understand the stage layout. Bro, like, I, I was there for the wings. I didn't give a fuck about the open mic. Yeah. And I'm, my, <laughs> my back's turned to this dude. Yeah, the guy's like, like, this guy loves wings, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he would not let it go fam he was like what's up with he's like the guy in the blue with the wings is he got his back turned to me and i was like i was like yo wrong one fam <laughs> yeah i'm eating and he was, what's up <laughs> yeah and then like my homie was laughing at me because i was like bro i'm gonna give this guy like one more chance and he kept like going at me and i was like fam tell jokes come on like yeah. you're doing this all wrong so i've had like, oh that's like the, the reverse heckle where a comedian like calls on me i was at talk about gla- i wear glasses too i got my contacts in now stunting but uh when i'm usually you know i have uh bigger frames because i'm fucking blind like legally yeah i remember and, <laughs> yeah you know you know the flex and I, you um, wear glasses when and call you were i mean i maybe you wore contact i didn't know I, I wore both yeah hybrid um <laughs> but yeah they you know they're the, the the clark kent glasses a little big and you know they get miss represented as hipster you know what i'm saying yeah oh, and yeah. this this comedian was like look at this guy he's a hipster huh yeah i bet you <laughs> i bet you he plays the like the trombone or some shit and i was like no nah, i've been blind since i'm like three yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was like uh, well nice glasses yeah. like she didn't know what this i was like all right just pick somebody else please. yeah uh, i i don't like doing that i always I, I it's a pet peeve seeing a comedian like 
they'll say some joke about like uh you know it'll be like either it'll be like not funny um or it'll be like something gross about like some family member or something and uh, people in the comedian will like it won't get a laugh and the comedian will be like oh i guess you guys don't like getting fucked in the ass or whatever like or i guess you guys don't like oh i guess you're not a i guess you're not a dad crowd or whatever and you're like no, it just wasn't funny. Like yeah. they're doing what yeah. the the audience had the appropriate reaction. They didn't laugh. Move on, you know. Yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah. Or like, um, I, I was, you know, back to sports. Like, you know how like there's this, uh, th- there's also like hecklers have this. I don't know if it's an ego thing, but there there is like a body of people that go to performances that think like, yo, I'm wanted. Like this this comedian yeah. that i've never met wants me to speak out because yeah. i'm helping right. he just doesn't i paid and i paid i'm entitled to it it happens yeah. at the movies bro i mean rest in peace oh, movie yeah. theaters but but there you'd be people that would be like this is the fu- i'm the commander of, of funny and when a funny part happens i'll make sure you guys know this is the funny part you know yeah i've sat next to people that do the like you know there's like a slapstick funny part and they're like oh my god he slipped on the bucket like they say <laughs> the funny part out you know Yo, and those, it's like all right bro got that like those are the same people that clap in there too that yeah, clap yeah. in the movie theater you're like bro this isn't oh, the, this isn't the fucking yeah. broadway dog like, yeah uh, at the end yeah yeah <laughs> or they smirk at like you know i got you moment they're like ha what do you think of that like they're on yeah. the, the character side so there's times there was this time i was at the movie theater um it was straight out of compton which is not even a funny movie but there was funny yeah. parts in the movie and it was next to this woman that was this the token uh you know heckler like but you know the wanted one the chosen one she thought yeah and every funny part was just oh my god and she ad-libbed something and just it was bothering me man i just didn't have the heart to be like can you stop like please like this movie's you know, it's shaky as it is. Like, like the know. movie rock, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. So I was like, yo, what I'm going to have to do is just tell somebody else to shut up, like, far away so it's not as, like, abrasive. <laughs> and then I'll come back to her, you know? Um, so there was these people talking. And unfortunately, they weren't even talking that much, but I just had to make them the victim. And I was just like, yo, can you guys shut up? You know, I shut them up real quick. And then the girl next to me was like, thank you. Were they going to talk all night? Wow. I was like, no, I was like, no, no, I need you to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You tried to, you tried the passive, aggressive, aggressive, aggressive route right on that one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good strategy. Yeah. You know, proximity matters. bro. Yeah. Yeah. Those people in the movie are like people clapping when a plane lands. And I'm like, I don't (laughs) under the plane. Yeah, like I, I guess, guess I get the play more because at least the pilot can hear the claps and he's true. like, "Well, thank you." That's, and on the plane, on the plane, you're thankful that you're alive. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but or the, or the pilot walks out. He's like, "How bad did you guys think I was at this shit? Like, I was gonna land the plane." Like, or I- it was. I feel like if you're if you're brought if a plane lands and you clap, that was an awful flight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like True. it was just mad turbulence. So you're just like, hey man, I was it was shaky for a bit. I didn't know we were gonna make it. Yeah, like no no one claps at the end of a flight that went perfectly fine. They're like, that's that's like, the way it was supposed to go. Right, like a forty five minute uh like flight, everybody slept. Yeah. Um so you know transitioning, you know, what obviously in a COVID world, man, they took away the clubs, you know, I know gatherings are limited. You're seeing some of the bigger name, um, you know, comedians do smaller shows. Chappelle had that, you know, Kevin Hart just had one on Netflix. Yeah. Or like um, the, what, I think people doing drive-in stuff. Yeah. 
other, so other different that, avenues. When you, I mean, you being digitally savvy, you know what I'm saying? You went viral before, so you know the ropes. But what's uh, knowing that, you know, com- comedy is always, you know, evolving and now socially, obviously, and now physically, what kind of endeavors are you doing to adapt with that? I think I just, it just like, what, it's something I have to do and it's something I love to do. Of just like, um, you know, like a couple weeks. So when I'm doing, when I'm working in a room like this, it's just a little hard to like, you know, get sleep. And also, you know, it's just like a hard game to juggle. So I usually, I usually will, will bulk up some content to put out if I know I'm going to be like working a lot, like get, have some in the can so that I can release. But yeah, it's all about, I, I think I just like make putting out one piece of content at least a week, like in, mm-hmm. And just like building on that. And if you could get a couple more in there, great. But like at least one, like let that be a cornerstone. Um, I think that is, that's just like huge that you have to, I think having a podcast is really important for comedians or, um, or just like, you know, or you guys, you know, you, you have something to say, you have a good rapport. You're like, let's, let's talk about it. People, people. People like hearing two friends talk. It's just like they like hey, that. You're a stand-up comedian. We're sit-down comedians. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I think it's like, yeah, it's just like giving. You can't just do stand-up anymore the way you used to where you're like, you know, on those early days of those that podcast of You Made It Weird, like a lot of those guys, they worked really, really hard, but they didn't um, have to be online as much as you do now. Yeah, They could really rest on their – um, on their merits as a stand-up comedian. Um, whereas now plenty of people um, have barely do stand-up and they just like, ha- you know, had a huge hit following online and then they get successful and they back into doing stand-up. That's really how I think it happens more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's like, yeah, it's, you gotta, you gotta be online. You have to like, um, or you need to just like get into these. It really depends. If you want to be like the uh, Chappelle, you gotta be online. That's how you be Chappelle now, or you know, or or Kevin Hart. That's how you get recognized as a stand-up. Not really. It's a little bit harder, I think, to do it. Um, just like I'm just gonna go do shows and not have any online presence. It's it's hard. You have to you have to get booked um, a lot and. It's hard to get booked if people don't know who you are. It's an easy yeah. way for people to know you are is you make kind of, it's like this like weird circle where you have to like you have to adapt. You have to just be like, you know, like TikTok. It's like, yeah, you gotta be on TikTok. Like and a lot of comics are like, ah, I don't feel like learning how to do that. It's like, what are you talking about learning? Like just sign up for the app and post videos. That's it. Like exactly. you know, I think if people get a little overwhelmed with stuff, I think I have so much work to do. It's like you sign up for an app, you make videos, they may not do well, but then you'll figure out what like a, t- a good TikTok video is, right. you know? Right. Um, I, I think that's what it is. I think you've got to be online. Um, I even think like fucking like network, like traditional media is like, it's just bullshit. It's going to yeah, be obsolete. It's all going Facts. on. Yeah, dude. I it believe doesn't in that matter. too. I think, it's, you know, diversifying is big, you know, and just being you- able to expand yourself yeah yeah or you get like left behind like everything even even the things that felt like they weren't gonna change that much or starting like sports like we keep seeing these numbers of how all these sports are like losing ratings because it's like 
it's still on cable, bro. Nobody fucking has cable anymore. You know what I mean? Like you gotta, you gotta figure out a way to get, you know, shit in front of people's eyes and everybody's eyes is on their phone. You know what I mean? So you gotta, I, in literally almost every industry, you gotta kind of adapt to that shit, you know? Yeah, definitely. I, well, I think also it's like, we live in a day where like, um, why as a creator, why it doesn't, unless you're getting paid, for the most part, if you're just like, I'm just trying to put out content, um, why would you want to have to, like, you guys don't have to answer to anyone. Why no. would you want to put yourself in that situation? where? Exactly. To, because then when you have to, for what you guys do, where you're like, we're just two friends catching up and talking. We have some topics and stuff. Someone, if you have to, if you have to explain that to someone, it, what you're doing immediately becomes less interesting. Mm-hmm. Like nobody, because then that person like doesn't really get it, and you're it, right. You're like, exactly. and then they're making you do things. It's like if my mom, I love my mom, but if she was like telling me what to do, like yeah. with my comedy, like it would be not funny, like or yeah. good or entertaining, you know. And it wouldn't be, For it sure. wouldn't be yours, you know what I mean? It wouldn't be mine, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I posted a video and it got it went not viral, but it got popular. It was like a dude throwing up at like a baseball game, and I just put like a stupid caption. And my, my mom texted me. She's like, dad asked if you could delete that. He got sick watching it. <laughs> I'm like, ma, no. Um, tell him not to watch it? That's our, audience, watch it. our audience is bigger than dad. She's like, oh, that's true. I'm like, you <laughs> So, like, you know, I, I respect that fully. And also, man, I mean, you know, shout out to our sponsors. Like, I have this motto of, like, you know, always cash out, never sell out. You know, I feel like as long as you don't do anything that goes against your moral barometer and you know, your ethics, yeah. like it's okay. Catching the buck and doing the cocoa butter commercial or doing the, totally. you know what I'm saying? Like Shaq does it, you know what I'm saying? They all do it. Like, first of all, Shaq could do any man. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah I, I, I saw him at like PC Richards. I'm like, bro, <laughs> that man, yeah. that man would do anything. Shaq um, will do any ad for, <laughs> for sure. He'll put companies on the map because he'll do any. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, So like with that, man, like what are some of the like, um, I guess, extractions from comedy that you could see yourself? Because I, I, you know, like you said, branding and podcasting for me, like we love keeping this alive to continue the brand. And then also like, you know, me and Ty have talked about being cartoon characters or like um, voiceovers for commercials or, um, you know, doing radio ads or just doing voiceovers or trail movie trailers, you know, to don the movie cover things we do. And like, you know, just little um, components and snippets of comedy that then um, it's like a gig economy instead of like you're saying, just being a headliner. Uh, what are some things that you've seen or that you want to possibly get your hands on? Uh, like things I want to make. Mm-hmm. yeah or possibly if someone like if i if somebody you know called you to do a dentist commercial a toothpaste commercial like those type of things like out of the box things that would push the envelope for you that you didn't see would be on brand a thousand percent but you could see yourself being doable yeah i would love to do voiceover work i would love to do like be like a radio just just get to do, read copy and stuff that sounds like the easiest job and really right. fun and so like you just want me to read this in a funny voice <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted to do. Like, <laughs> yeah, facts. Easy. Um, let me do that. Um, uh, I think, yeah, that. And um, I think I don't want to be like a, you know, one of like a motivational speaker, but I think like 
being paid to talk about things like uh, more in an advice way, I think I would like. I think I would enjoy that. Comedian uh, consultant. There you go. Yeah, like just more like, not like here's how you become a comedian, but just more like, uh, just like I think like there's good advice that people in their late twenties could give people in their early twenties. I think there's like a yeah. huge distinction of like the type of person I've changed from, from 22 to 29. Um, and I would, I just would, if there was like a specific niche market where like 29 year olds talk to 22 year olds, yeah. I think I would like that. Um, and, um, Oh yeah. So voiceover work. Um, yeah, that would be cool, man. I, I was thinking about, uh, you know, cartoon characters and all that stuff. Has there been any projects that you've done for, like you said, you know, creative family, you're always helping out others. Um, has there been any like loose projects you've done um, with like voiceover work or any, you know, using your comedy? Just that America's Worst Candidate stuff um, with some friends. Um, not really. I've like auditioned and sent in tapes and stuff for stuff like that, but um but no, not as not as much um, as I'd like. Yeah, I got you. I'm starting to see like, especially with the digital content, like basketball players um, merge with like streamers, Twitchers, yeah. and all that stuff, and then they collab and do like some sort of, you know, intertwine with the world. Like you know, it's a small. I don't know if you know this YouTuber Tristan Jass. He does like uh -huh. the, the crazy layup basketball dudes. Like he. You know, obviously he's not NBA caliber, but he hosted. You know, he worked his way up, and then he coached. He coached the celebrity basketball game. So then, like, you know, there's lanes to get involved with. Um, like, there's not to, I guess, not encompass the entire thing, but to get in a lane. Like, for example, like you know, going back to Cronkite, like you know, we wanted to be sports broadcasters and everything, but we had you know Arian Foster on this show. We've had college football we had uh osan irbor from asu yeah. um so like we've had like you know the windows of those like big picture things that we want and i think it's even cooler to have it on your own platform than being like oh yeah i'm jesse of sun devil times or of you know that platform like this is me representing myself and then also the brand that i build so it's like it's a little bit more of a i think cooler than just being like full-time like yeah i report and I speak to these athletes because, you know, there's like a big time media network connector that hires and books the agents and book like this, you know, all the communication and the production side is like all done behind the scenes by us too, you know? Yeah. So yeah. It's kind of like the dirt under the fingernails aspect. Yeah. Definitely. Um, One look at you and my heart knew you were the one. For me. Not the type of nigga to bad, my lady got it all. Hey, yeah, she poppin', but never poppin' off. Plus, she bad and boozy to top it off. So, whoever trippin', they can knock it off. Not the type of nigga to bad, little baby got it all, yeah. Am I wrong? I just wanna show you all. Hey, only right at the top, at the top is all. So tell whoever trippin', you the type that made me boss up I've been coolin', but you movin' with some hot stuff Might just blow it, it don't matter what it cost us Baby, bring it to the table like a pile up, yeah And they be tellin' me it's not love But they don't know who they speakin' on, it's not us yeah. You can't tell me what you got, it's not just Cause I'm addicted, keep me comin', let me cop up, yeah 
So obviously COVID is, you know, we don't know when I was going to say, when do you think COVID will be over? But, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> um, so obviously, you know, clubs are on ice and stuff like that. So, um, you know, we look forward to your future content, but shifting a little bit to more bucket up central stuff, man, I want to, you know, get to know some of the fun side of things outside of the comedic side. Um, I was thinking of, we do movie reviews, you know, and we're, we're big on nostalgia and stuff like that. What's a, what's a classic movie that uh, everyone like quotes that's iconic that you've never seen? Uh, I don't know if everyone quotes this, but I've never seen Goodfellas. Um, nice. I, that's is, funny. Uh, I've never seen Godfather. That was going to be me mine. Either. Never seen Godfather. Yeah. Everybody talks about it. Everyone's I, like, I, I got to watch I gotta, Oh, you did? Okay. But I know, I know what everybody I, says. What's that? Is it as good as everybody says? No. <laughs> <laughs> See, they set the bar too high, bro. I was you know, like, this is not good. You know what I was thinking, though? Like, I feel like you got to, for a lot of those movies in, like, the 90s, 80s, whatever, I feel like you have to, you have to have seen them, like, when they came out. Because I feel like watching them now, it just looks, like, it just looks so different than how movies look now. Like, it can, it can really, like, throw you off, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it really, uh, it um it was just very yeah not that entertaining um it's a good story um but i feel like i probably was just like i've seen this now i've seen this story ripped off so many times that the original one i'm like well this is the worst version of it you know (laughs) you know that whole like made man mafia guy doesn't want to do it and then he ends up you know being good at mafia um you know, it's like <laughs> being I, good I, at mafia. That's, yeah. that's like the most removed way to say it. Like, shouts that's a great way. I'm a mafia historian, so I know. <laughs> just how good it at works. mafia. You know? Yeah, you got to be, you're either good at mafia or bad at mafia. <laughs> um, but, so that, but I obviously in its day, that was like the first mm-hmm. type. So you, so I do watch it and I'm like, I watch movies all the time. I could, I consider myself a student of, cinema you know so i i can i agree it's like you have to appreciate like what this was you know i got you i was trying to think of like uh when people are like instead of explaining the movie it they just like like keep asking you you haven't seen it like you've never seen godfather i like, know you like godfather you've never seen it i'm like people ah, lose no their thing. mind when i say i've never seen the goodfellas and i'm like uh, like, ah, it's all you're like, how did this come up? You're like, don't act like this conversation's that important. Yeah. Like, it, oh man, it's so it's so weird when they, people do that too. It's like we're in our 20s, so it's like you haven't seen this movie that came out when you were two. Like, no, yeah. my parents didn't take me to see Goodfellas, bro. Yeah, <laughs> or like the the shout the same homie uh, Tony. He uh, he's a big baseball fan, and he's never seen Sandlot. But it's kind of like now it's like so far gone that it's like the nostalgia part. It's like, all right, he gets it. Like you're saying, he knows what it's about. And what's funny is people hit him with like statements that are, he's like, yeah, they're objectively true. They're like, you've never seen Sandlot? You love baseball. He's like, yep, I love baseball. Those are two facts next week. (laughs) Yeah, Lined them up. (laughs) Lined them up. Um, so, you know, Hanukkah is coming up, bro. So, you know, we're going to be eating the matzo ball soup and the uh, pot roast and shit like that. You know, I know not a lot of people are keen on our shit, but what's some other popular foods that people fuck with that you're not really a fan of? Uh, I don't know. I love so many foods. I mean, I'm allergic to shellfish, so I can't, uh, oh, damn. Yeah. 
That sucks, that's, bro. That's rough, dude. Yeah. Shrimp, lobster, none of that. Anything with shell. Any of it. That's Is racist. that one of those things where you knew before you had it, or like you had it and your your throat kind of went crazy? Yeah, yeah. I was a kid and my mom was eating it and touching me, and I like broke oh, out in hives. I dude, feel that- like that's <laughs> the worst way because you didn't even get to taste. I didn't even get a chance. <laughs> Damn, bro. Chance. Yeah. Dude, you could do like uh, that's the bad mafia skit. You could be like, I'm going to make you sleep with the fishes and I'm allergic. Yeah. So, you yeah. Uh, <laughs> Damn. Now, now I'm thinking, like, is that worse to like never have tasted it or to like eat it and it tastes good, but then you find out you can't have it? That, yeah. Because how are you going to miss so out you might, on something you, might you never knew? That does yeah, seem you worse. Know, you can just tell yourself it tastes awful, bro. But I know it doesn't. I know it's so it good. <laughs> I know I would love it because I love adventurous foods. I love like anything that's like you got to open it and rip it out and squeeze mm. it. Like I love anything like that I can get my hands on. I'm, yeah, I'm uh, doing yeah. it, you know. Oh, uh, damn. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other day, man, we were talking about like uh, that thing where you, you go to the grocery store and like, you know, you buy, you pay for the thing behind somebody like, you know, to be good deed of the week or the year or however nice times you want to be a nice guy so i was trying to do that shit right and i'm looking around the grocery store to find like somebody that's not buying too much stuff and too many people were buying too much shit so i just didn't do it bro yeah <laughs> i was just i was looking behind people i was like what do you got there oh a steak now nah, i'm not buying you a steak though you, yeah. you i've seen people do it drive through you trying to do that shit at a grocery store that's bold that is bold that's you tell a people, you're like, you know, I would buy that for you if you go back and get the generic. <laughs> well, could you imagine, like, I, you, like, you're behind the, your person, you're like, hey, I'll pay for their thing. And they're like, oh, thanks, bro. And they just start throwing more shit yeah. onto, the, onto the conveyor belt. You're like, hey, hey. <laughs> or, you're like, on, I'll pay, or you're like, I'll pay for your eggs and that steak. And uh, <laughs> I'll also pay for that thing. But everything else you're going to pay for it. Yeah, you start just, you, instead of being cheap, you start educating them like, oh, you want that? You know that's high in sodium, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put that back, y'all. I care about you. Uh, so what was like uh I mean, I don't know if you believe in these things, but what was like the last good deed you did or random act of kindness or some shit that made you go like, cool, I'm a good person? Uh I usually hate I d I'm I'm a big believer of anonymously doing good things and not bragging about it but we are on a podcast okay. so i will i will talk that know, shit i will yeah, brag true. about it um um i'm very uh i always end up keeping like food and stuff in my car and i just or i real i'm very like if i see an unhoused person uh, uh especially in la i drive by them i'm just very much always giving i just really uh I just want to help. So, and then I, I, um, because of my fiance, she's like an incredible person. She's got me involved with this organization in LA called SELA. And we, uh, we just, we, we do outreach with un- the unhoused population in LA. And, and then we had, there's a, the, they set up like, uh, um, a, uh, <clears throat> like, uh, they set up in a church, like, a different stations for unhoused people to come and they can, there's like a bunch of clothes. They, we can, they can like, and we get a lot of different types of clothes. They can pick out the clothes. There's a social worker there. They can talk to them. There's a, you know, we give out free lunch. There's a hygiene kit. There's a shower. Like it's just like a one-stop shop. Um, But the, uh, I really try to, if I have something in my car that I can give, I really try to do that. Um, I like donating money obviously um 
uh, I, don't, I don't know if this counts as being a good person, but I, um, I haven't been able to do it as much because I've been working, but I, there's an organization in LA called Justice LA that deals with um, the, uh, it's basically like defunding the police basically and like um, trying to limit mass incarceration and reduce the prison population. And uh, I like try to do a lot of the action items for that. Um, that's like very big, but I really, really try whenever I donate money or I really just like the, uh, many times I've also, this actually happened. We were moved, we just moved down <clears throat> into a new apartment. Um, and we had just had a bunch of stuff that we were like, didn't want to give. And there's a, a, a homeless encampment um, around the corner from us. And we just like dropped it off. And the gentleman was sleeping and we just dropped it off and drove away. And, uh, that's, I think, I, I, I think that I like doing that. I mean, not to say that he even liked the things we get, gave him, but hopefully he did. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, that would be, uh, yeah, I like doing that stuff. Yeah, I came home though. He returned the item. Yeah, he, he brought it back. To, he gave it back to, a, he gave it to another person. Um, yeah, he re-gifted, you know what I'm saying? driving around like, that's my sweatshirt? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's, uh, I just like, you know, in LA, especially, it's like the unhoused population. I mean, so many of these people, I mean, all of them, n- nobody, I think we just have a real problem in this country. We're so obsessed with punishment and we're so, so obsessed terrible. with, we're so obsessed with like, teaching people a lesson. And instead of just like, instead of realizing like money is just like completely yeah. made up. And, you know, Native American tribes, they didn't have, uh, homelessness or um addiction you know they yeah. because they took care of their people they didn't have to the, the, uh, this is getting very into like capitalist no i'm i'm right there with you we talked but about it's this. <laughs> yeah this is a little political but it's like capitalism is bad because it's a creating a system where there has to be someone at the bottom and then there has to be someone at the top, at the top. Right. and in a in like a in native I'm only using this as an example, but in Native American times, um, they didn't. It was it was more of a socialistic society, and it worked because they all took care of each other. There weren't exactly. these things, you know. If there was whatever the resource was, everyone got an even split. It didn't matter if you were the chief of the tribe or whatever. You know, it's like it was shared because it's mm-hmm. like well, if we all have some. We're all gonna be. This is very communist. I understand that. Um, right, but, no, we're good, comrade. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm right there with. I was. I mean, the I'm NSA right there is with listening you. to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I'm even more just like, like, uh, it's you know, we could go into the whole socialists and shit. Like they shouldn't even be at where they at. But it's like the very least we could do is give these people a home, like a place to be. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. But it's. Yeah, we won't. Like, we don't have to dive into it. <laughs> no, but it's true. I mean, the thing, the the stuff that, uh, how much money is out there and just wasted on things, and you're like, like in LA, the the transit system, the the public public transit, only like one percent of the money it costs to use public transit goes towards public transit. Like it, the the money you pay for a fare doesn't fund public transit it's funded majority by ta- by local taxes so you're like do you know how much easier it would be for the unhoused population to 
move around, get resources they need if they didn't have to pay for public like it's if it's not funding it, what's the reason to pay f- to have to charge people for it? Because in our society, you know, nothing's supposed to be, you know, quote unquote free, you know? Yeah. 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 It, it's also, it's, uh, it speaks to this, like uh, that, but like you're saying society gets it ruined because then people interject and be like, well, who are you to decide what is needed and what's not? And I think also a uh, big issue is the way we verbalize things in our society. So like, um, not, like you said, not to get too political, but you know, we're people already, getting, we're there. <laughs> people, people getting, people getting afraid of the term mandate. Like I can, yeah. I, I can agree that scares people, but like they, they agree with it contextually. So like we, we live in a world where we have pant mandates, like you have to wear pants in a building. Right. But nobody calls it that. It's like, Oh, it's a dress code. Right. Yeah. Or like, you have to wear shoes you're cool and you know shoes and service but like people don't realize that that's just coded language for no homeless people you know or yeah, no totally. po- no no poor people you know but they're okay yeah, with that because yeah, yeah. we've we've created this societal norm that oh well if you don't have money then you're a bad person why should you be welcomed anyway right? yeah it's intrinsically linked to why you're doing something wrong you know it's exactly or i in in my industry i've been told so many times if you're if you're working like by bosses giving you work that if you're, if this is taking you so long, you're doing something wrong. And it's like, no, you're giving, you're expecting too much. You're giving me too much. You're not doing some of this is your job, not my job, you know, like, but yeah. Yeah. No. And, 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 you know, that's, but that's also it to, to say, like, it starts at the top. It does start with just the individual. Like you, again, bring it back to sports. If you see somebody that's just like, Yo, I I don't want to win the game. That's your job. It's like shouldn't that be everyone's job? Like you yeah, know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like people delegate. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I think uh society can be restored with just that keeping it simple, bro. Because like you said, money is made up. Um, it's cool to have an abundance of it, but then it's like to what end, right? You know, and it's easier yeah. to say it when we're you know on the bottom end. But that that's also another thing. It's like we're real with it. We all know we're part of the ninety nine fucking percent. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. only one percent that it's just like, oh yeah, wipe my ass with twenties. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. ah, the people in the ninety nine percent are out here talking like they in the one percent too. Oh yeah, <laughs> I would say I would say that there is a fifteen percent of people that believe that are. It's not like it is. There is certainly one percent of people that like we sh- you know that is a problem but then there's like from 85 on I'm like, <laughs> yeah. they're also like you know mm-hmm. we talk about that they're like yo i'm not rich now but i'm gonna be so i don't want to fuck up the money for them because yeah. i'm gonna be on their side eventually it's like, like right, you probably right. likelihood you won't be <laughs> right or it's like uh i know i'm not invited to this party but i want them to have enough beer for when i am invited <laughs> yeah i don't want the beer to run out it's like all yeah. right bet um but yeah getting to the final segments man two for two uh you know just off the cuff man would you rather go to sleep hot or wake up cold um i'd rather wake up cold i actually really like uh i like sleep cold sleep that's that's my thing i like yeah being cold i'd rather like be cozy and put on layers and stuff there you go. Well, I was saying more so of like, either it's it's crazy hot, so you're just like shit. I can. It's like it's. I was which can which end of the candle would you rather burn? Like you can't sleep because it's so fucking hot, or 
you wake up because it's brick cold and you can't fall back asleep. You know what I'm saying? So me, I'd oh. rather, yeah. Like for me, I'd rather. Oh, okay. You can't I'd fall rather, asleep because you're too hot or you can't fall. You can't go back to sleep because you're too cold. Yeah. Like you wake up, like you can't, like you you're shivering. You in the middle of the night. Yeah. You're like, fuck, yo, who opened the window? Like that type of shit. I think cold because you can yeah. always put on layers. Exactly. Also, I like, it's very funny. Every night, my fiance, we put the blankets on. And I'm I'm usually waking up with no blankets on because I'm just always hot. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like if I could peel my skin off and be cooler, I would do it. <laughs> um, Dude, we all grew up on the East Coast. Remember uh, when you're oh, like, "Yo, five more minutes, you want to sleep?" And your dad, your mom ripped the blanket off you, and you're like, "Yo, it's like eight degrees now." Yeah, you know? yeah. Instantly becomes colder. Don't ever turn on the heat ever. Like <laughs> you're, just, you're just sleeping in a hoodie and long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in a hat. Or like hat. when you're for, you you had a new apartment and like you first like new to living on your own and shit and you're like a shower curtain I'll be alright and you shower with no shit and you think yeah. cause you'll be good because the water's hot but all the wind and air or the air and shit yeah, like, yo yeah, this is quick. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm 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 with you too. I'm I'm going cold because hot hot is terrible. It's just you're sticky. It's the worst. I I remember one time at my at my house. We had for some reason my dad put like a fan in the middle of the hallway to, I guess circulate air or whatever. Yeah. And I like, <laughs> I was like, I'm putting this in my room, man. It's hot. <laughs> and he like he, he like burst in the room in the middle of the night and just like looked at me and took the fan <laughs> and put it back in the hallway. I was like, hey, man. That's. Fine. So I, I had to thug it out, sweating like like shit. So no, never. I uh, gotta get the. That's why I'm you know, I'm glad AZ got central air because back home nobody has AC and shit. Yeah, you just you just muggy and shit, sweating it out. Yeah, with finesse us, he'd be like, "You feel that breeze, Jess?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's cool." He's like, "Oh, we don't need the air conditioning." All right, and I'm turning it <laughs> off. Like, Fuck, fell for that one. Um, and then yeah, man, we you know we we consider ourselves foodies here on the Bucket Up Podcast. You know, I'm a Bloody Mary expert. You know what I'm saying? DJ butter sauce over here. He cooks it up with the mac and cheese. Uh, oh, uh, what's that? Uh, Thanksgiving special, man. That's like your your bread and butter is your mac and cheese. Oh, so yeah, yeah. your time to shine is here. Um, would you guys rather eat just sides or no dessert? Uh, sides. Ugh, I love yeah. sides. Yeah, that's my shit. I'm cool with no dessert. You know what I'm saying? I'll be on my my Jason Malmoa or whatever's. I uh, fucked that up. <laughs> but I'll be Moa, I mean, Jason Malmoa. Malmoa. <laughs> Jason Malmoa. Like Malmoa. You don't eat desserts? Is that a that's a new is that is that how he's so ripped? That's a lie. But yeah, nah, I don't know. That's what he told you. No, I was just, <laughs> I'm trying to look like him type shit. So I figured he just oh. less than me. But I don't know. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm going sides too. I'm not even that big. Ty was talking about like what what's the, like the main dish you would swap or a couple of dishes you would swap out at thanksgiving for me man like i'm yeah turkey's not even that hot for me like i like yeah i, I don't like think that's the, a hot take anymore i feel like everybody acknowledges that turkey sucks but we just keep doing it what's up with yeah that? we just like we nobody was like hey maybe we should just like come up with something else to make the centerpiece thanksgiving literally nobody like less than like 15 percent of people actually enjoy turkey is that a real stat <laughs> it seems right though right I, that, that honestly does seem correct that seems, yeah. like i feel like it's i feel like the number is low you know yeah. what i'm saying and we just big still turkey do it. It I, is. Don't, I don't even know when they're like yo do you want the uh, light meat or dark meat i'm like which part of the tur- just put it on my it plate it don't family. matter bro yeah, the on. dark is, is less dry it's still gonna be dry <laughs> yeah. you know 
I, why don't why can't we just do chicken? We all we eat chicken all the fucking time. I know. I would just love it to be. I wish Thanksgiving was just like fried chicken day. Yeah, or yeah Cornish fried, game. Even, game hens. Even if they just bake the chicken, that's better. Like a big yeah. ass chicken, that still would be better. Yeah, just do wings. I'm I'm like yeah, I'm, wings would be great. That'd right? be fire. I'm like we can burn a family yeah. now, and I'm about to just be like fuck it. We're not doing this traditional Thanksgiving shit, bro. We it's whatever. Fuck it. Yeah. We're gonna bump up the uh, Hanukkah. I'm gonna make matzo ball soup for Thanksgiving. Oh, <laughs> We're taking over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're just gonna like we'll just expand it to be like, yo, uh, Hanukkah's from like the day Thanksgiving starts to when Christmas starts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I, I'm going sides too. Um. In fact, Thanksgiving coming up, my girl was like. I asked her, I was like, yo, can we can we do cream spinach? She's like, Yeah, you could make that. I was like, fuck. Uh yeah, I'll make it. <laughs> I oh I, yeah, that's what I that's why I brought it up because I I'm gonna make it. Yeah, I'm saying just in case you want. I just was seeing yeah. I was All just right. throwing floaters, seeing if it sounded good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I don't dope, even know man. why you asked me. Like, you can make whatever you want. Like, why yeah. would you need my permission for that? <laughs> yeah. And then I, same with like the net. I was like, I do not want pumpkin pie. She's like, Do you? I'm not. Are you going to make that? Are you planning <laughs> on making it? <laughs> I'm like, I'm putting my foot down. She's like, Okay, just don't make the shit. I'm like, Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's real. Uh, so, yeah, man. Well, I appreciate you uh, coming on, man, taking some time. I know you were saying you did like an 80 hour work week, which yeah, is of course. This insane, man um you know we always like to top off our show man with song of the week um i like to hit him with some thematic topical song that's been you know usually in the past i hit him with the old school ty hits him with the new school um is there any music as of late you've been listening to any artists um man i've i've like it's so weird i've been working so much i have not enjoyed anything for myself uh, <laughs> uh i honestly i don't even know uh I feel like I've been, I've been listening to uh, the Daily a lot, which is like the New York Times podcast. Just because I'm like mm-hmm. working so much, I'm like, if I if I don't take if I don't listen to this, I will have no idea what's going on in the world right now. Yeah. So yeah, mostly been listening to that podcast every day on my way to work. Uh, not listening to music as much. Okay, that's uh, yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, you, you really got to pick and choose. I've been like. I like go back and forth from like the music to podcasts. Yeah. You never ever caught up on podcasts ever. You know, oh, there's so many. It's overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. That we say on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We're on a podcast right now. <laughs> I'm not even caught up on our own. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like, ah. yeah. <laughs> my birthday was yesterday, like that. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, so yeah, man, appreciate you coming on for that. Um, for my song of the week, man, you know how we were talking about getting booed off stage, getting kicked off. You know, again, we, we try not to be political, but we took it there. Uh, there's a man in the office right now that won't <laughs> agree that he's going to leave on Inauguration Day, which is my birthday, for real, which is tight. Um, hopefully, it's going to be a good-ass birthday. No crazy. Oh, that shit. would be dope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was dope, you know, when Obama was in the paint, and then it sucked four years ago. But um, So my song of the week is Hit the Road, Jack, by Ray <laughs> Charles. That's good. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Um, I usually do like a bunch of reviews. I'm not gonna do that because we're running like super long on this podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I talk too much. No, no, no you're good. And, no, we always run. We like, oh, we'll do a quick 30 minute, and it ended up being a an hour and 15. So yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of how it is. So my my one song, I'll just do uh, "Quarantine Wifey" by Saint John featuring uh, Jid. He got an album. It was good. I'll get. Oh, I gotta listen to that. Yeah, no, nah, it's a good ass album. So. You know what? I did listen to Killer Mike's uh, that new album. 
that was really With, good. Uh, the Run the Jewels one? Yeah, the Run the Jewels album. Yeah, that was good. Uh, I like that. That was free, yeah. which was nice uh, <laughs> to do. I mean, I, I think I like donated to it or whatever. But, I lost uh, my uh, Spotify premium. I didn't lose it. I just I forgot yeah, my I homies login. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I never did pay. I just yeah. forgot my homies login, and uh, I was like in the shower listening, and I was, and it was like an ad that came on that I wasn't, I, I wasn't used to a Spotify ad in a while. I was like, yeah, this yeah. sucks, bro. <laughs> I look, and it was like a, like a fucking like a, like a fucking Satisfill ad inside. Of yeah, the exactly. It was like a medicine commercial. It was just like the, the girl running in the woods. I was like, yeah, this song trash, bro. <laughs> I looked. It was an ad. I was like, oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, um, appreciate you coming on me and Ty yeah. usually do like a little recap. So we'll let you go so we can do get to that. But man, appreciate you, um, for the, for people that want to see your future work, man, where can they find, what's your socials? What's your website? Like, what yeah, are you going to plug yourself, bro? Yeah, please. Uh, everyone listening, please follow me on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. It's the only way I will have a career. So, uh, <laughs> at, at Noah built the arc. Uh, and, okay, that's my that's my handle on everything at Noah built the arc. Um, I'm posting. I have a ton of content on Instagram and TikTok and all that stuff. I have stuff on YouTube. Just uh, search me on YouTube at Noah Finling. Um, and yeah, that would be that would be great. I need I need that validation right now. So, yeah, <laughs> we got but you, man. Thank you guys for having me on. This was really fun. Anytime, yeah, anytime you have me back, I, I would love to come and chat and talk. For sure, man. Appreciate awesome, man. it, man. Thank and um, yeah, we'll hit you. We'll let you know when the when the link drops. And um, yeah, man, we'll send it over. And yeah, appreciate you, man. And go get some rest, dude. Okay, yeah, cool. Dude. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> Bye, dude. Bye. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't we got sponsors and shit, Jesse? Yeah, man. Shouts to them. Sunday scaries, you know, they be helping me out with my anxiety. Uh, you know, gummies, oils, the unicorn jerky. Use promo code Bucket Up. You know, you get twenty percent off, which is they keep upping it. So who knows? But shouts to them. They be plugging us. Shouts to Vosetti. You know what I'm saying? Ice, ice your wrist up. You know what I'm saying? Things are hot, so you can cool your wrist down. Promo code Bucket Up, and then also Daniel Phillips. Um, times change, but fashion doesn't. So get yourself a wash. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Other than that, man, Ty, you know what I'm saying? For the buckets that have been following us, they've been supporting us. They know where we at, but for the new people, where can they find us? Yeah, man. I'm not sure if you're listening to us on right now, probably SoundCloud because that's the main thing. I know we've been sharing out Spotify you know, a lot on our socials and shit lately. So yeah, we're on Spotify. We're on the SoundCloud. Uh, the sound. I sound like an old person. We're on the SoundCloud. We're on the cloud of sound. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're on. We're on there. Uh, for the Android homies, we're on. You know, Google Play. Uh, for the Apple homies, we're on Apple Podcasts. You know, make sure you subscribe to us on all those things. On, especially on Apple and then leave reviews on any of the things that you can leave reviews on whatever the hell you're listening to if you're on SoundCloud you can comment if you want you know uh, it's not as cool in terms of the algorithm but especially on Apple Podcasts all the Apple Podcasts homies leave a review if you haven't yet hopefully five stars if not then don't I guess <laughs> um, and yeah if you want to hit us up on any of the social media uh, you can hit us up on Facebook we're just you know the Bucket Up Podcast on Instagram, we're at the Bucket Hat Boys, and then on Twitter, we're at Bucket Up Podcast, and then you can hit us up even 
individually on Twitter. The homie Jesse is at JB Speak, and I am at Tylante, aka uh, Wide Mid Fatter right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, you can hit us up on there Talk about shit that we talk about on the show uh, Chop it up with us uh, If you see something funny, you want to send it our way Via DM uh, If you want to fucking fleet it to us or some shit Which is dumb <laughs> uh, We didn't really talk about that, but yeah, that shit's stupid But yeah, you can hit us up there But uh, yeah, that's where you can find us I'm surprised people haven't said on fleet Like on fleek but... Somebody did, you, mm. you know people made it like, What's the difference between on, well, on fleek and fleets, bro? Like, alright, man Yeah <laughs> you're the, doing too you, much what the, hell, what the hell does fleet even stand for i don't get it what the, uh, i was trying I, to figure it out a, a fleet means like uh uh we use I know that term what it is. like a fleet of a truck like no i get what the, i know what that is but i know i, do, okay, I don't I know <laughs> i get that the fleet is some hybrid of tweet but i'm saying what is the fl like face what i don't get the l part for longer fleet <laughs> As I'm like, I don't know what the two. I know they're mixing tweet for later. Something. For later, May, maybe tweet for later. I don't know. Fuck. I don't, like, like I don't really get it. But yeah, okay. Where regardless, I don't get it. But what you need to get is the Bucket Up Podcast Volume One Forty Seven, which we just completed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so for the Bucket Hat Boys, man, we we going back to the lab. Oh, and we going to eat at home, stay home. You know what I'm saying? Social distance. We back in the lab with the COVID paint. Um, but don't don't be stressed out because we'll provide you guys the best content that there is because we've been doing this organically, digitally. So it's like we prepare for it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We synced it. We synced it coming. Um, but yeah, man, for volume 147, the Buckhead Boys, uh, we out. Cheer, cheer. CB on the beat. CB on the beat. Hey, hey. I like long walks with my nigga to the bank. Uh, hey. I'm a man. To the back, where is CC at? Left his ass on red for what he said, bitch. I ain't calling back if I wanted that. Check my bitches and we on the left. Bitch, I'm always active, never hiding, never ever lacking. Double C my tag, watch my back, cause niggas in my grass. People getting bolder, wearing faces, and they changing masks. I'm not used to ask if I need it, I'm gonna make it happen. Put my trust in no, cause they loyalty ain't really matching. Let them hate, soak it up, let them marinate. I was running late to the jet, but Kevin made it. Play. Bitch, I made a way. Wrist Stanley.